Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Explain It Slowly. Hi everyone. Are you going to talk like that the whole episode? Perhaps. <laughs> so, um, not too long ago we talked about uh, Bitcoin. Uh-huh. And um, with Bitcoin, you brought up something called a hash function. Uh-huh. And that's really important in <laughs> mining Bitcoin. So uh-huh. maybe we can talk more about what a hash function is and its purpose, I guess. Okay. That's actually an excellent question because there's a lot of applications for hash functions outside of cryptocurrency uh, that are, frankly, quite useful. Um, so a hash function goes... Uh, here, let's start with math. Uh, everyone kind of remembers, I'm, I'm hoping, uh, from <laughs> when you were learning math that there's a thing called a function. Yeah. A function is like a little tiny factory. It has inputs and it has outputs, right? Uh, so you give it an input and depending on the function, you might have the same output or you might have a different output. Like every function is a little different. Um, but a hash function is a special type of function where given the same input, you're going to have the same output. Mm-hmm. That's rule number one. So if if you give it the same input 100,000 times, you're going to get the same exact output that's associated with that input. Does that make sense? Right. If you give it a different input, you might get a different output. Okay. There's no guarantee of that, though. Uh, if you give it a different input, you might get the same output or you might get a different output as the first input. Does that make sense? So think of it this way. If you have um, the letters A through Z... Each letter you might associate with a number from 0 to 9. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? So each letter will gu- be guaranteed to get the same number. Like if I give you M, you're always going to give me 2. No matter what I other things I ask you, if I say M, you give me 2. Does that make sense? Sure. But since there are only 10 digits, 0 through 9, and there are 26 letters, A through Z, yeah. some letters are going to have the same output. Does right. that make sense? Um, so that's basically the rule of a hash function is given the same input, you need the same output and given a different input, you may or may not get the same output that you got the first time uh-huh. for the other input, basically. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, there's probably like a better way to explain that uh, without confusing like multiple inputs. But that's the general idea of a hash function um, is that it has to follow that rule. Now, by itself, that wouldn't be useful. So... Going back to my example where you have A through Z getting mapped in a way to 0 through 9, uh, and it really is a mapping. Like you you associate these values um, as if you were like creating a a matrix, right? Of like these are your inputs, these are your outputs, and you draw lines between them. Um, it really is a mapping in that way. Is now, it arbitrary or is there rules to how you map? Things? Well, it depends on the hash function. Okay. So that that's the, down to the specifics. So I can pick a hash function, for instance, mod 10. Uh, so given our letters A through Z, if we give every letter a number, A is 1, B is 2, C is 3, all the way to Z is 26. If we take that number and do mod 10, so modulus 10 is like dividing by 10 and then keeping the remainder. Mm-hmm. So the first 10 are going to be easy. Uh, 1 mod 10 is 1, 2 mod 10 is 2. 9 mod 10 is 9, but as soon as you get to 10 mod 10, you're going to get 0. Mm-hmm. 11 mod 10, so 11 divided by 10 is 1, but you have a remainder of 1. 
So that's going to be 1. 12 mod 10 is 2. 13 mod 10 is 3. 19 mod 10? 9. 20 mod 10? 2. No. 0. 0. <laughs> 21 mod 10? 1. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And finally, 26 mod 10? 6. <laughs> exactly. So you got it. Um, so that is a modulus function, and it is a type of... Like, it could be classified as a hash function. Okay. Now, by itself, modulus is not useful when converting letters. So we need two functions. We need one function to turn the letter into, into a, a number, number, and then the number into a mod 10. Okay. Okay, so if you combine those, that gives you a hash function. We can name it whatever you want, the lin hash function. Uh, <laughs> it's only useful for the letters A through Z. Uh, but you can see that you've limited down the space so the space that you started with was 26 large down to 10 large does that make sense you could pick a different hash function that has an output space of two large for instance zero or one mm -hmm. so a is zero b is one c is zero d is one etc etc but you now if you if you notice if i give you okay what letter gave me the output one you have no clue, right? It could be B, it could be D, it could be F, it could be H. Uh -huh. um, it's every second letter in a way, right? Yeah. Um, so you can't go backwards. And that's a very important um, side effect of a hash function is because you are going from a large space to a small space, that smaller space cannot give you information about the larger space mm -hmm. in most cases. And this is where hash functions kind of fall apart. Um, depending on how, how well they're made. Uh, so going back to our mod 10 hash function, if I give you uh, the number 0 as the output, or at, let's say 1, let's pick 1 as the output, that could either be A, or it could be B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U. Okay, so it can be A... K, K or U. U. So it could be any one of those letters we don't know. Right. But if I instead picked six, then all of a sudden we have uh, also three letters. So six would be a bad one. Uh, if I instead <laughs> pick seven, then we're down to two letters because we can't have a 27th letter. Right. Does that make sense? Right. That would be after Z. Right. So that one doesn't exist. So we now know it's the seventh letter and the 17th letter. Yeah. And those are the only two possibilities. So if someone took a message that you wrote, hello, my name is Lynn, um, and you use your hash function on every letter, you would get a number between 0 and 9, right? Mm -hmm. You can quite possibly figure out what the message was and what the hash function was based off of that fact that there's no letters from 27 to 30, and therefore you have more limited possibilities for those hash values for seven, eight, nine, uh, and zero. Um, so that can leak some information and allow you to make an educated guess as far as what the input was. Okay. Okay, so why can this be a problem? Well, it depends on how hash functions are used. A hash function is oftentimes used to validate that something has not changed, so to validate the integrity of something. So for instance, if you have a file... Um, and that file has a whole bunch of information, you want to make sure that that file has not changed when you send it to your friend. So you tell your friend over the phone saying, hey, I'm sending you this big file. The hash value at the end is whatever, uh, 
175A3Z. Like, th imagine we have a hash function that can take a file and give us a little code like that at the end. So your friend, once they receive the file, they go and compute the same hash function and they compare the value to the one they gave you or you gave them. Does that make sense? Mm. So if they get the same value, that means that the file is legitimate. It came from you because you were the one that told them over the phone, hey, this is this is the value that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? So if someone kind of intercepted that message and exchanged it with something else, and instead of saying, hey, you're my best friend, I really like you, let's hang out more often, your message turned into, hey, I think you suck and... Uh, I'm going to go hang out with this other person from now on, uh, and they're my new friend. Like, that is a very different intention, right? Uh -huh. But if they got a message like that, and they calculated the hash value, and it matched the one that you gave them, they're like, what on earth is Lynn trying to tell me? <laughs> like, she she went out of her way to, to, to really tell me this, and I can validate that it's true. Like, that's not good, right? <laughs> okay, so it's important that you have a good hash function, right? You don't want to end up in that scenario, uh, where someone can forge something that would give you the same result. Okay. So there are some bad hash functions like mod. Mod is not a great one. Uh, but there are some better ones um, that will go ahead and mix things up a little more. So instead of taking each individual letter of your of your message, it would group up all that data. And maybe H the first time around has a value of 7. But the second time it sees an H, now it has a value of 20. And the third time it sees an H now has a value of two mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. Like it, it really gets mixed up. Okay. Um, but it's consistent. The first H is always going to be seven, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then you take all those values and you combine those into a smaller and smaller subset. Um, so that's how modern hash functions kind of work. If you like, we're really looking at the high level. Mm -hmm. um, there's a ton of different hash functions. There's um md5 was a common one for a long time but there are problems with it and the problem is being able to forge the same thing to have the same or two different things to have the same output okay um and that is problematic with hash functions as i as i kind of outlined the second problematic scenario is being able to guess what the input was so not just forging something completely different and tweaking it in such a way like, oh, using a misspelling here to kind of manipulate the hash function. That's one thing. Um, but if you have some scrambled data, like you don't know what the original message was, but you know that the hash function was this, then you could guess as far as how to scramble that data in a way that you're going to get that same hash function. And if the hash function is simple enough, all you need to do is try and try and try and try and try. Does that make sense? Now you just try a bunch of combinations, and the hash function is going to tell you, hey, you got it right. Is a hash function a secret, or can anyone know about it? So generally, the hash function is not part of the secret. It is public information. Okay. Like, it's it's how you validate that it is right. Okay. Um, in cryptography, there's a separate, a special type of application of a hash function. It's called an authentication. Uh, or an authentication block. So it's a piece of data that validates that the encryption was decrypted correctly because you can decrypt something and you'll get a value, but the only way you know if that's good mm -hmm. is, one, if it's comprehensible, like it looks like English or it looks like gobbledygook, right? Um, that would be one way. Or you use a hash function that will tell you, hey, you got the right result out of it. 
Okay. Does that make sense? That's what an authenticator is. So it's like a check is. on a check. <laughs> yeah, it's a check on a check to make sure that this is what you expect to get out of it. Okay. Um, you can use hash functions as signatures. So oftentimes, like you said, you calculated a hash for the file you sent to your friend, um, and that becomes your signature. Like, it's a validation of what they received. So it's very important that your hash function cannot be manipulated in any way, or the data cannot be manipulated in any way that you're going to get the same result out of a hash function. Uh So the more complicated the hash function, the the harder it is to do this, because it will go through several rounds of iterating and manipulating the information to get to a result, as long as it's consistent. Now... Going tying this all back to cryptography, um, crypto coins like Bitcoin and stuff like that, they are exploiting the fact that you can try and try and try again and see what result you get. And when you're mining for Bitcoin, you are just going through all the various random inputs trying to get a very specific output. And if you are lucky and you get the specific output you're looking for, then you've succeeded. Does that make sense? Um, different hash functions have different sized outputs. Like mod 10 has a 10, 10 like bits, not bits, um, 10 possibilities, right? Um, whereas there's a hash function called um, SHA-256, S-H-A-256. And the 256 means that it's 2 to the power of 256 possibilities. There's also SHA-512, so it's even double that size. Um, and the bigger you go, the more astronomically um, like unlucky you need to be to get that value if you're just like trying randomly. That's what it means. So if all of these hash functions are public, mm-hmm. then if you are trying to create something mm-hmm. and you end up using one of these hash functions, doesn't that mean your thing is not unique anymore? Because then it's just public. Anybody can just use that to do whatever they need to do, right? Yeah, so you can combine that with, like, private keys. So you can sign the hash. So no one knows what the hash is until they decrypt it. Like, that's one way. Or uh, by decrypting it, they verify that it came from you. So Mm -hmm. only you could have given that hash and not someone else that was masquerading as you. Because they compare it to your public key to, to go ahead and do the decryption of it. So there's all sorts of ways that you can intermingle and layer these things to get something that's actually secure, Mm -hmm. and it gets way more complicated. But at the end of the day, a hash function is just a function that maps from a set of input values to a smaller set of output values with the guarantee that the same input, that an input is going to get the same output, um, and it's going to try to do its best to have the distribution be as random as possible. Anything else you want to add? Uh, yes, if you would like to know when new episodes get released, please oh, yeah. follow us on Twitter <laughs> at Lin and Dimichan. L-I-N-H-A-N-D-D-I-M-I-C-H-A-N. Yeah. Yeah. Follow us. <laughs> we exist there. <laughs> we are real. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs>